Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Bearded Dragon Games. You can support us at patreon.com slash eternal dirtles. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Nathan Golia. Phil is out this week. Yeah, Phil's working late again, so we didn't get to, because we recorded on Monday night, you know, we had to wait till the weekend, and now we're cramming it in the night before, so Phil unfortunately has to work, but... We gave Phil the night off because we had such a great cast last week with everybody that, uh, you know, we figured we could tone it down for you guys this week. Yeah, we'll tone it down. <laughs> and now it comes the, the morning after, right? Yeah. So, Zach, of course, you know, we've had this big shakeup in the format, and you responded by playing 15 hours of Hearthstone a day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you know, I, I've, been, I, I've been sort of uh, working on my personal brand, uh, which is a guy who plays video games on the internet. Uh uh, so, you know, I've been trying to get my, my t- Twitch life together and I've been, I've, I've gotten a new iPhone. So I've learned that you can like video stream on your iPhone and then like send it to YouTube and whatnot. So I'm, 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 I'm basically like, uh, messing around with a lot of new technology, but, uh, I will be doing magic, uh, again very soon. And I actually have in fact online. So I'm super excited to, uh, to jump into this format. Yeah. I, uh, played a few actually i played a couple of leagues of different decks i played at paragon friday night legacy uh there were 18 players for the first post death right shaman legacy tournament in the state which was nice um they let's see what did i see there i saw well i'll get to that in a second i'm gonna start by talking about bant because that was the first thing i wanted to try it was mentioned on the end of the last cast yep and it turned out that it did not work out <laughs> i tried a couple different builds i tried no green sun zenith i tried with green sun zenith i tried night of the reliquary i tried no night of the reliquary just could not get any traction i think i either need um need like some more time to sort of figure out what the decks are doing now yeah um i also need to play tighter like i made some dumb play mistakes at times but there was there was one deck in particular that was giving me a lot of trouble that used to be i thought a pretty good matchup for bant Stoneblade, and that deck was death and taxes I played against it four times in two leagues, and I just lost every time. I might have won a game out of eight or nine, whatever, you know? And the card that really seems to be the thing that pushed this over the top is Recruiter of the Guard. Because it's pretty insane that this deck, which is like all answers and has an answer to everything and has a way out of every situation as long as they can draw it, now has these extra draws to it. Uh, with recruiter and even with like if they have like recruiter and vile they can just get the thing in yeah you know what i mean i um it, it's interesting that recruiter came from a supplemental set too i don't you know i don't i don't think it's egregious but boy that has really made death and taxes just so much more streamlined and consistent and they can just find the thing they need or they can just get flicker wisps and flicker the the recruiter of the guard and get more flicker wisps, yeah. and then you're facing down six, nine power in the air. Jeez. Um, which is not something that I can block in my deck with no flyers. So you're saying so, I shouldn't cut Fork Bolt from my deck? I mean, uh, some people, I, I don't know. I was also like losing a lot, so maybe it wasn't as good against other decks. But um, but I felt the deck is, 
is really strong and uh, is probably I don't, I don't want to say the best deck right now necessarily, but uh, it's 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 in the conversation right now as like a big winner from uh, from what happened. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I think that DNT is is in a in a very unique position in in the meta in that uh, it lost nothing, you know, uh, it, it and it's probably one of its worst matchups is. I, People go back and forth on whether or not Storm is a good matchup against this deck, but I think that Storm is a terrible matchup uh, if you're the Storm player uh, for for Death and Taxes. There, it's a deck that just uh, has all these answers, and then on top of that, uh, it it has like an obvious sideboard plan, which is like I don't need to play Swords of Plowshares against you. I'll just side in X hate cards. Um, I, I think that I think that um, DNT is is super good against against the meta against fair decks against unfair decks, and it's not even playing like counter spells, you know. Yeah, I mean the the way it all comes together for that deck is really interesting. In fact, I want to pop up our sheet from last week on winners and losers. I know we had DNT as a winner, yeah. But just looking at some of these other decks that uh, um, that we thought would be winners, like Miracles, Rug, like that's a those are. I don't know how good a matchup Miracles is. We'll talk about Miracles in a second. But Rug is a really good matchup very for, for DNT. Uh, as, as a Rug player, it's, it's super miserable to play against DNT unless you're, like, packing two uh, Sulfur Elementals in your sideboard and you just, like, get them both, you know? <laughs> yeah, and here's the thing that's that's been that has been interesting. In a bunch of leagues I played and even at uh, Paragon, I haven't seen a ton of combo decks. I played against Storm once in, a next, in another league with a different deck. We'll talk about it in a second played against Manalus Dredge at Paragon, but I haven't seen a ton, and there was a 5-0 deck dump, and there weren't a ton of, you know, like, combo decks. I mean, I think people are shying away from Storm just until they figure out what they want to be doing, um, you know, in, in the wake of, of losing Gitaxian Pro, but it doesn't break the deck, but it definitely makes you have to rethink the deck out a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that's part of it. Um, you know, I also think that... Uh, you know, the decks that are coming into the format, I still contend that Rug is a fine matchup against against Storm. Uh, it's, you know, if it's not, if it's not like 60-40 in Rug's favor, it's, it's I, I feel like it's 50-50, but, you know, we've, we've had this discussion before. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, the fact that they're, the, the thing I've seen is Thought Cities, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's been a replacement card, and that's, not a great card against Rug. I mean, it's not the worst card. No, I mean, it's but fine. They're but they're like... Cabal Therapy, I guess, like, if with, with Rug, especially in games two and three, right? You're just loading up on counter spells, and you probably bring in, like, for, as the Rug player, maybe you bring in, like, some some way to remove, like, a, a defense grid. But that's even if the Storm player has defense grid or something like that. Yeah. Um, but Thoughtseize against Rug can feel real bad. Like, you take two, you take a card... But you're not gonna you're not gonna wipe out like they have double force or double fluster storm. You're gonna leave them with at least one, and you've taken two, and they're gonna get a delver down and Especially stifle on the draw, you. Like if you're on the draw and I drop a, a delver, and you're like, I'll thought seize you. You're like, yeah, whatever. Like that's great. It's gonna make my tarmogoyf bigger or like get my goose closer to uh, threshold. threshold. So it's like, I, I don't know. Uh, I think I think the, the in the new meta we might see a situation where uh, you know storm and rug players agree that. Uh, rug is is uh, better positioned. 
Yeah, I um, the reanimator decks. I'm surprised I haven't seen a bunch of them either. Like now, granted, it's a small sample size, like mm-hmm. 15, 16. It's 19 rounds. Though. I don't know how many people how many people played 19 rounds since uh, since since Thursday. Yeah. I have because <laughs> I'm a degenerate. <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, I mean, I was um, I was a little surprised that uh, it's Sunday, by the way. So let's see, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's it's three and a half days. It's 20 rounds. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, I just haven't seen them. There wasn't any. I, I saw some sh- show and tell, which I'll talk about in a second. But yeah, not a lot of combo. D and T maybe is is able to pressure the combo decks even better. I mean, the the uh, mana denial plan is real, um, and you know maybe that's maybe that's helping, or maybe people just. I think there's a little bit too of like we don't have to play Deathrite Shaman, so let's play these decks that we haven't been able to play in a while. And while yeah. people are sort of getting that out of their system, like you've always been able to play Storm Reanimator. So there's not like a, you like there's not like oh I have to play this deck now because I've never been able, I haven't been able to play it in years. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean I um, think there's always going to be a little bit of uh, you know especially after a band this big some some loose decks are gonna are gonna shake you know. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's what it comes down to, man. People just you've said it before. People want to play with their cards, and when we get an opportunity like this, where our cards that we haven't seen in a while maybe become good again, that, that there's gonna be. There's going to be some bad decisions. There's going to be some good decisions. And people are going to just just try and see what they can get away with. Um, yeah. You know, uh, for for me, uh, you know, I've been looking at brewing all week, and I was like, maybe it's time to play Shardless Punishing Ruck again. Well, <laughs> let's. <laughs> that's not something that people haven't uh, tried. Like um, Tim and uh, Strifo, I think his uh, real name is Trait uh, yeah. Chase. Uh, have been working on various deck fade in decks. Yeah, the punishing um, deck decks, right? Yeah, the punishing deck decks is really what rug would be, right? And you yeah. have to play Shardless Agent, or you can, or you can't. I uh, here's the question about Shardless Agent as a card. I still feel a lot of pressure to play True Name Nemesis, and I still feel like there's a lot of pressure on that three drop slot from True Name. Yeah especially in this format, and that's because of Miracles and D&T, right? Yeah. So you've got these these white decks, uh, Stoneforge too, like you've got these Swords of Plowshares decks, right? And like, there's Swords of Plowshares everywhere. I mean, obviously I've played against D&T a bunch of times. At Paragon, 18 players, right? Mm-hmm. I think four Miracles players, which is not what I expect. I mean, I expected maybe two. Yeah. You know, like this one guy always plays miracles, and then there's like another person who shows up sometimes. But like people I haven't ever, I don't, I think it was a couple of people I have never met <laughs> who were playing miracles, and uh, you know, it just like hurts to get your stuff source of shares, and true name nemesis just is uh, is a thing that I still kind of had that like we're racing the true name thing, and when I was playing Bant, it was like I got a true name down or I lost, you know. <laughs> And uh, but the thing is that what it devolved into against, for example, uh, Rug when I played against Rug and, and I I made a bad decision within the Rug match and I c- probably could have won that game. It's a game of inches. I had a scavenging ooze in play. He attacked with a thresholded mongoose. I blocked and I was supposed to eat a creature, but um, I downloaded the Magic Online update and it cleared all my stops, so I didn't have oh. a stop in the block. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I know, right? And I'm like, that's that's on me. Like, I forgot to put the stop in, and like, I would have traded off the mongoose then, um, and then I would have had another scavenging ooze. Instead, uh, I just lost my scavenging ooze. I had to, you know, hold back my other one, and then he just played a true name nemesis. And he every time I cast a true name, he would just force it, you know. Yeah. 
So like that's the thing. Like as long as you're fighting, over, you're fighting on that angle a little bit still, which I, I'm a little. I'm a little wary of that, but I'm going to give the the format some time. But do you think that there can be enough of, of a payoff to pay, play a card like Charlotte's Agent again? Well, okay, so I think right now, at this particular moment in the format, uh, and this might not be true in a couple of weeks, you need to be playing days if you're playing a blue, a blue deck. Um, yeah. You need to stop your opponent's Trinity Nemesis from hitting the board. Um, it's it's as simple as that. So Charlotte's Agent doesn't do that. It's also not really great against Trinity Nemesis. Um, I, unlike, unlike you, I don't think True Name is, is a card that I think is going to be, uh, oppressive, but it is something you need to be able to deal with. Um, and so, be, because of that, I think that, um, if you're gonna be a deck that is gonna play, that could play Shardless Agent, and, you, you know, ideally you wanna, you wanna, like, Noble Hierarch into Shardless Agent, as you would like to Noble Hierarch into True Name Nemesis, um, you want to, you'd just rather be a deck that throws down uh, a, a mini Progenitus on turn two with Days back up, or, uh, you know, a deck that can stop a turn two True Nemesis. Uh, yeah. You know, so I think I think th- that True Name is the better three drop right now. Um, we'll see where the meta goes because if it becomes more of an attrition meta, I think that True Name will will be uh, hated out. You know, I think that people will play cards that deal with Trinity Nemesis. It's a, it's a one, it's a three one. So like there's yeah. plenty of ways to get rid of it. Um, obviously diabolic edict on your turn two uh, Trinity Nemesis is not great when your opponent has a noble hierarch out, but, right. um, you know, uh, w- with, when it becomes a format where people are playing these attrition games, uh, ca- card for carding you and you know, like hemming you and stuff like that, uh, that it might be time to play Shardless Agent at that point. So, yeah, and I'm going to put this note in here. Mm-hmm. Black decks off the table. I think that's a thing that I am wary of a little bit right now. That we just, there's not a lot of black decks in the format because the best black card was just banned. Yeah. Right? Oh, agreed. And, yeah, yeah. well, black fair decks, I should say, right? And, and the other uh, card was I, basically black. It's, too, it's pay two life to draw a card. Pay two life to draw a card. <laughs> it's and yeah, black you see card. their hand. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. Good point. And you even look at their hand, which black does. Yeah. I, I think, like, that's the thing I was, I, I started. After I after I played at uh, Paragon, so I, okay, so I've, I've had this problem. I I was gonna play Ban, and it just wasn't working online, so I didn't build it for Paragon. I ended up playing Infect, and I played Infect with three true names in the side, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to talk about some other decks that I saw. So I saw someone playing Pox. Uh, I saw I played against I played against uh, Miracles, which I lost. Then I beat Goblins uh, when the true name Nemesis plan was pretty crazy there. Yeah. Um, beat Manalus Dredge, and then I beat an As Foretold Brew that my friend's been working on. Um, this has As Foretold, a bunch of Planeswalkers, and it's like Ensnaring Bridge. Uh, okay. Ensnaring Bridge, Blood Moon. So it's got like all the stompy stuff. It's got Ensnaring Bridge, Blood Moon, Chalice, a bunch of, uh, you know, the Soul Lands and Lotus Petals, Simeon Spirit Guides, which I think is the only creature. And then all these As Foretolds. Plus ancestral visions, so you basically like, you know, the goal is to like draw a bunch of cards, but then empty your hand. I was like, it's weird to have ancestral visions and ensnaring bridges in the same deck, but yeah. uh, <laughs> but anyway, he was two and one going into the last round, so uh, good for him, right? Yeah. And and we played a game where it went like this: like game one, he had an ancient tomb, and then and like an ensnaring bridge, but I just attacked with a noble hierarch for two every turn. 
I had two noble hierarchs. I attacked for two every turn. Yeah, that'll do and it. And he kept tapping his ancient tomb, so that won. You can, game yeah, two. Yeah, you can get there with with a noble hierarch against the real bridge. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> game two, I kept like fetch land, ink moth nexus, five cards. He went city, spirit guide, blood moon, and I immediately conceded. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> um, game three was tight. Um, but I, uh, you know, I was sort of able to get through, but the deck was like, you know, the Stompy decks are good and like Planeswalkers are good. And he's just jamming a new Planeswalker return. It's funny as foretold is not, it's not optional to put the counter on. Yeah. Cause it's, like, you can just do less than, yeah, you could do less than, which I think is funny because like in a tournament, like if you just stop counting, like I bet your opponent, you know, you can play against some opponent, but, but anyway, so that's like a brew I saw, um, there were two. There was a, a bug Nickfit deck, a player who had always been playing like bug control, which I think for black green decks, Nickfit is going to be like the shell right now. Like I yeah. just don't, I don't think like Jund, like actual Jund, can be a, a thing for a while, or even actual bug. Well, yeah, I mean, bug, the, the, be, but... bug and Jund both lost like cards that like put them out of the like they're not. Those are fair decks that get to do a couple of unfair things, and when you remove one of those unfair things, it's just knocking their legs out from underneath of them. Yeah. So I saw I saw that. I don't know. I don't know how he did, but uh, I, I saw a rug player who made it two rounds. I forget. I know he played against lands and got destroyed. Yeah. Um, That'll happen. What the other match? The other match might have been miracles, um, which I think is fifty fifty. I know rug. Like if if you're like if you play really cagey with rug, it's it, you could beat miracles. But sometimes they just have a good draw. In fact, when I played against Miracles and lost with, with Infect, I had him to nine poison, and we were drawing off the top of our decks. I had a Glistener Elf in play, and I had... Well, I had a card, and he didn't. Yeah. And my card was Vines of Vastwood. And I was like, okay, as long as he doesn't draw a Terminus, I'm okay. Yeah. And he drew Council's Judgment, and I kind of just looked Whoa. at my Vines. <laughs> like, yeah, red Council's Judgment, yeah. So, like, that's the thing, like, you know, Miracles can get you. Um, and then I saw, like, a, I want to say Bug 12-post deck. Okay. I think he was playing. I think, it, it, I don't know, he, it didn't really matter what the colors were because he just jammed into Lamog in the game I saw. So there were some seems, cool decks. seems pretty uh, sketch right now because the, I, I just feel like there's a lot of Wastelands coming into the format. But I don't know, maybe maybe uh, people people can uh, make... make uh, 12 posts work again well that's the thing like we didn't the our meta in paper in utah was so different than what i saw online because online i saw a lot of rug decks a lot of you know dnt decks let's stuff we all talked about and in person i didn't really see that stuff quite yet but i saw like a ton of miracles you know which we yeah. talked about as like losing anything so so i just but i was like that's a lot of miracles and i'm trying to work on some black decks so um, but Infect Tech, so what do you think about my plan to play three true names and one GTA in the side of my Infect deck? Would you like to hear my rationale first? Uh, yes, let's hear your rationale first. Okay. I've also got a basic island in the sideboard of my Infect deck. I was thinking that... Okay, so first of all, I was, pl- I was practicing for, for a modern tournament. I was playing Mardu Pyromancer, which is basically just like a mid-range deck, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of removal, right? Played against Infect, and I just wasted him, like, game one, right? Um, because I just had like constant bolts and fatal pushes coming off the top. So in game two, I thought the same thing was going to happen, and he played a Kitchen Finks. I was like, huh, well this takes two of my removal spells away, and he could still win out of nowhere if he has like an Ink Moth Nexus. And, you know, I took a couple hits off the Kitchen Finks, 
thinking like I got to save my removal for his uh, infectors and I'll, you know, I'll deal with this thing later. And then he just might have old prosed it and I lost. Just get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That will happen. So I was like, huh, I bet you could do that in Legacy with True Name Nemesis. So like, I figured, like, okay, against any deck that's like a removal deck, right? I'm just going to take out some of the Glistenerals and maybe some of the Invigorates just because it's not great with True Name. Sure. And just board in these True Names in this GTA. And I've got Noble Hierarch, so I could just jam a true, turn two True Name, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, so how did it work in practice? I did it against, I brought it in against Miracles, but uh, I got stuck on mana and had to like pitch one to fours. Against goblins, I literally like played it, <laughs> uh, tapped three lands and invigorated it on a on an attack, and then did it again two more turns in a row. Because <laughs> I didn't I didn't board out the glistener elves. I because against goblins I put it on my blue cards like my forces and stuff because they have cavern and vile. Yeah, right? of course. I kept in spell pierce and actually spell pierce one of his chalices. But like so, I just kept attacking with his true name and just like hand pumping it with. Uh, It'd be great. Yeah, I mean, even even. And then like, I didn't bring it in against the other two. I didn't bring it against Manalus or the Asfortold deck. But it, like, yeah. Invigorate does do one extra damage if you cast it on on a thing, but it also uh, pumps it for uh, Berserk, which is at that point is doing like five extra damage. Right. Uh, he had a Chalice on one. Well, so there you go. No, <laughs> so, yeah. None of that. So the, I, I did have a Berserk rotting in my hand, but that's the point. Like, I, I mean, I, it did. It kind of did that though. Goblins. I don't know how that matchup. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen Goblins versus Infect because, you know, when would that have happened? Yeah. Who, who, in, like, the, like, what, year and a half between Goblins? Well, because Stoneforge Mystic had started to make things tough on Goblins before the Infect yeah. mechanic was even printed, I right? Mean, back when uh, when I played that uh, Open uh, in Staten Island that I, that I won... Uh, I had to play Jim Davis in the in the semis with goblins, and I I really lucked out that uh, that I was able to win. But like it, that, it's not a great matchup for Rug, obviously either. Yeah, um, but that's the thing. Like I, I I don't know if that's like the right plan or anything against them. That's kind of what I just felt like doing in that moment. And I'd won game one by like taking fourteen and then just cracking back for twenty seven. In fact, like yeah. Um, so like I, there, there wasn't much of a game in either, like the, we were just kind of playing fast. But anyway, um, the other thing is that I've seen someone on the source and I'm sorry cause I don't have the source up and I don't know the guy's name or, or lady's name, but he's doing the, his he's got standstill in his board with the same rationale that like against removal decks, you're going to, you need to, you're going to have like removal fights and then everyone's going to be ex- depleted and then you just drop the standstill and you have a man land. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think and if you that's, hit, that's a solid idea as well. And you've played Shaper Sanctuary in that same slot. Yeah. So I think this Infect tech is going to be interesting to see because I do think the deck is, I mean, there's no black deck. There's fewer black decks. It is exceedingly well positioned. Yeah. So I want to I want to point out. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna put these lists up so you'll be able to see them in the show notes. But um, your particular list for uh for Infect has two cards that uh it, it maybe even three cards that I uh. I don't agree with, but like are interesting are interesting uh, points. Okay. Um, and those the the two main cards are mutagenic growth and stifle, and I kind of understand stifle because if if miracles is a thing, it's an amazing push for miracles. Right. Um. But the mutagenic growth, I I, I don't buy. Okay. So there was so okay. So I took a deck, uh, a deck deck list that existed, and it had two probes. Sure. I made one probe into a second ponder, and I replaced the other probe with another free spell. Okay. 
So um, that that's how that ended up in that, there. <laughs> that's, that there's sense. your answer. Um, and then the other growth, one, you know, the other one that I I've been off of for a while, and I don't, I just don't like the card all that much in the legacy version of this deck has become immense. Well, that's, okay, and so that's, that... that's a personal preference. I think that there are a lot of people out there still very much on the Become Immense plan, but every time I've had it in, in my hand, it's been not as good as a Blossoming Defense or a Vines of Vastwood. Right. So, in this case, I love the Become... You, you've talked about that a lot, and I don't want to say I don't agree, because I don't really know. I'm just... But yeah, yeah. because I had True Name in my deck, I figured a, okay. a True Name cracking in for nine might be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, like... that, that is defensible. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean that that and and like I said, those are personal preferences for me. Uh, the stifle I actually like c- c- could come around on because if we're gonna see more miracles, miracles seems like it's a fine deck to be playing right now. Uh, just getting somebody with a stifle on their miracle trigger, uh, especially if that's how they want to deal with your uh, your next attack, is just stupid. You know, like that that just ends the game right there. Right. Um, I um. I mean, I would have. Lo- I, you don't have to go into the weeds of our, my my match, but like there are a couple things, other other things that I did here. Like he had three fours, four days. I switched those around. Uh, he had the Viridian Corruptor in the main with Green Sun Zenith. I I moved the Corruptor to the sideboard and didn't play Z- Green Sun Zenith, even though it's one of my favorite cards. Um, and because I was on the True Name GTA plan, I think I took out like a Shaper Sanc, like some like a Shaper Sanctuary and like, like a Hydroblast. Yeah. Hydro library, yeah. Yeah, Hydroblast. Yeah. I don't really I, like. I get why people put Hydroblast in this deck, but I don't really agree with it. When I I think that like honestly, like there are more game breaking cards instead of one for oneing. Like play honestly, play Tefri's response, man. Like that that card instead of instead of Hydroblast. I'm not I'm not talking yeah, about yeah. your list. Just like uh, you know, Tefri's response does still counter a lightning bolt targeting your your man land. So right. it's just it, the card is so silly when it when it works. Um, you know, I don't I don't think it's like a card you want to side in every match or whatnot. But like when you know your opponent's playing Wasteland, when you know your opponent's playing Port, and you just get to and and like like I said, it counters Swords to Plowshares. It like anything that targets your Manland, it's gonna counter. So uh, I realize you do need like four mana. To make that happen, because you have to activate your Ink Moth Nexus, you have to attack with your Ink Moth Nexus, assuming yeah, yeah. that they don't do it beforehand, uh, before the attack. You have two hierarchs, and that happens a lot. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, you can have you can have access to four mana in this deck, and man, I'll tell you, when you counter something with Tefri's response and you draw an Invigorate, it's just so so silly. Yeah, I like Tefri's response too. I I was I really wanted to like pushed the tree name plan so i played all three of them yeah and I, that took up some space i also played a basic oh, yeah, yeah. island on the sideboard because i figured a lot of those matchups are going to be wasteland matchups anyway you know uh, if if i were to make changes, oh for the green fetches. changes to this list uh the other change i would make i'd say mutagenic growth comes out and and in goes one viridian corruptor in the main i've been like yeah I, I don't actually I do, play I, the green sun zenith package anymore like i just think that just one corruptor in the main is is great and then you can put one in the board or you can have you know, uh, your your artifact hate in the board as well. I played Crosin Grip. Oh, by the way, but just closing out on Hydro Blast, I think it was in these decks because of Blood Moon's decks, because all those Blood Moon okay. decks were so popular. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, yeah. I think yeah. Blood Moon's Turn actually not a bad counters idea. the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, and I think that, that's, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to play against a lot of Blood Moons, so I just, I don't really care. But I did yeah. want to play Crosin Grip um, just because of hitting, it, it, you know, people said Counterbalance is going to come back, and you know what? I saw, I played against Counterbalance, which was a freaking nightmare as it always is 
just like oh, this makes me crazy. Actually, I played against Soothsaying Counterbalance, which was even worse. <laughs> um, uh, he got he got me with that because I couldn't like brainstorm away like the lands I was holding for a brainstorm. Of um, and uh, you know, hitting some of these enchant like some enchantments is also enchantments around the, the table. Uh, it also kills a GTA without that being able to kill your guy in response. Um, so like Viridian Corruptor is weird. I mean, it's cool. That there's like an infect guy that kills an artifact, but there are like enchantments and like also things you don't want them to respond to. Honestly, I wish I wish that like in some supplemental like product they would just put out an infect guy that like also kills enchantments. Yeah, even you sacrifice to do it. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I don't know. Inf- I will say this about infect, and I played it a couple times. Like I've never played it a ton. Mm-hmm. I, a couple weeklies I brought it in because I felt like playing it. You get a rush. <laughs> well, best deck that you don't get in a lot of decks. I mean, it is crazy. Yeah, when you just like, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Pass yeah. me, pass, pass, pass. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing I'll say about this deck is, is aside from it just being fun, it's 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 one sided fun. I totally understand that. But like the the matches are incredibly uh interactive for a deck that just wants to do like ten points of damage to you without you doing anything. Like, there's a lot of play going on on both sides of the board. Um, and to me, that's that's the mark marquee of like a great legacy deck. Is like, it's it. There's there's ways around the deck, of course, but a, a good player can can leverage uh, play against against someone who has answers. Yeah. But anyway, so that's our infect. Well, we could we talk a bit more about it. I mean, I, I thought about like maybe playing a black version with some counter spell or some hand attack or something. Yeah. I, I but I got I think I just got to like watch some videos against miracles and see if I could figure out the the best way to play it. I thought I was doing okay, but I think also like miracles decks, like you're watching out. You might be like watching out for the same cards, like you're watching out for like swords plowshares and terminus and right and all that stuff, right? But, like, because top has been banned and they're still sort of working through all of it, you don't quite – you you're not always quite sure what they're exactly up to. Yeah. And, like, do I counter this counterbalance? Like, is it, you know, is he – does he get to leave a three on top? Does he know to leave a three on top for this Invigorate? <laughs> is he playing back to basics, right? Yeah. Is he playing back to basics? Can I, like, bring, can I get an income off Nexus? Is that, like, a, a, a path to victory for me? At least um, back to basics isn't as bad for you as it is against like rug. You know, like you have yeah. you have noble hierarchs, you have your your main deck uh, forest. You know, yeah. you can you can still cast spells, um, and you'll still get like attacks out of your out of your uh, ink moss at least one, right? Yeah, so it, and it, sometimes it's, all one is all it takes. But yeah, I just feel like that you you're playing around a lot of sort of like do they have entreat the angels? Like are they are, are they on the win out of nowhere plan? You don't always know that now. There's not a standardized build, which I think might make it a little harder, but yeah. um okay. Well, you know, since I lost to miracles, <laughs> I I'm, I'm big now on just like I got to find a black deck. I got to play Thoughtseize. Mm-hmm. You know. So last night I put together a black green aggro deck, which sounds kind of funny cuz Deathrite Challenge is banned. And we'll post the list, but it is pretty much like mono two drop creatures, Tarmogoyf, Dark Confidant, Grim Flare, Scavenging Ooze, and then a bunch of one mana interaction, Thoughtseize, Fatal Push, Inquisition, then Abrupt Decay, Hymns, Unearths. I put in four Mishra's Baubles, four by Tarmogoyf and Flares, a couple of Bitter Blossoms, a couple of Lianas, four Wasteland, and a bunch of other lands, and then a pretty, you know, chunky board, not a lot of one ofs, right? Yeah. Just. Three Surgicals, two Spell Bombs, two Dreadonite, two Crossed Grip, four Thorn of Amethyst, two Pernicious Deed. Um, so 
I want to go through my league with it because it was it was just interesting. First of all, first game, first round was against Agrolome, and that's basically like this deck but better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I lost. The second game was against Goblins, which is also this deck but better. <laughs> so that was the first thing I learned. Like, huh, there might just be be better options than this idea, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Then I played against Storm, and I lost game one, but game two and three were just horrible for him i had surge i really got like all this discarded surgical i boarded out all my fatal pushes and abrupt decays and stuff right and you've got and thorns just, like i like got four thorns yeah four thorns two spell bombs <laughs> three surgicals all came in and like the you know cute stuff like oh the, the removal came out and then like a couple of cute things like i took out like the bitter blossoms which were unnecessary the unearths you know yeah. and uh yeah so he had you know no cards in hand i have a thorn of amethyst and like a you know a gigantic tarmogoyf um then I played against Infect of all decks, right? And again, like I lost game one. Um, maybe I lost game two, but like I had all the I had all the removal in the world, and uh, and the hand attack was good. So like I do believe in this deck in a in a meta where you might see some of those kinds of decks, yeah. right? I mean, hand disruption uh, is amazing versus uh, versus Infect. It's it's probably one of the easiest ways to stop stop Infect from winning is just take the stuff out of their hand. And and try and keep their creatures from doing massive amounts of damage to you. Have some blockers, you know, like Grim Flayer is no joke, by the way. Yeah, Grim Flayer. I th- I was about to say I really like Mishra's Bobble in this deck because of Grim Flayer. Uh, you know, you're you're rocking you're rocking Jate, you're rocking Bitter Blossom, you're rocking uh, Bobble. But Grim Flayer looks like he's super easy to turn on, and he's just a good card. Like it's two a good card for a four four is is fine, and it's got Trample. I forget what the rest of the text on that card is, but I think there's some well, you, graveyard shit. You, you top right? if you if you if you hit if you hit them with it's got trample. If you hit them, you top, and then you can put cards in the graveyard. Yeah. And then just draw the cards you want. You can also set up Dark Confidant. And you could just like, you know, you don't you're not drawing lands. You like once you have three, four lands in play with this deck, you don't need you don't never need to see another land. Yeah. Four, eight, eleven, fourteen, seven. I played played nineteen lands with the four baubles. So I actually, I think this deck is. I will put in the show notes. I lost a show and tell in the fifth round, or in the fifth round, by the way. So I went two and three in the league. But um, I think that, like, playing again, like, just what I learned was that these kinds of grindy decks are good. You know, like the sort of like mid rangey, but sort of like aggro mid range. Yeah. Because that's what aggro loam and goblins are, and those are the decks I lost to, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, uh, I, I just. Um, this deck needs some tuning, but it's fun and it's interesting that I almost like sort of feel it's more interesting without Deathrite in a way. Yeah. Um, just because. Uh, so you know, I guess a minus for me on that because I always thought that this kind of deck would only work with Deathrite. I'll work on that, but I think um, my next project is to try and bring back the uh, blue-black wizard slash fairy deck that I played a while back. We did a cast on it. I, guess it must have was been like black to basics no that was that was <laughs> phil's deck no i, I talked about the fairies that was before phil joined so it was at least yeah, yeah, eight yeah. nine months ago at this point wow um and i had i don't know i just i just thought that uh ensnaring bridge and bitter blossom was like a cool thing to try but now that there's no like i just kept getting my lunch money stolen by the grixis shell so i just put it away and i realized like wait a minute i was doing great with that deck other than playing against the grixis decks yeah. like the grixis base decks um, and we'll put that list up, but it's like, you know, it's all the stuff you'd expect. A Spell Stutter Sprite, Snapcaster Mage, and Click, 
uh, Brainstorm, Thoughtseize, Fatal Push, GTA Blossom, GTA Bitter Blossom, and Snaring Bridge, and then like some other flex slots, a couple Muta Vaults, that kind of stuff, right? Um, but I, I mean, I'm just like, you know, to sort of bring it back to the beginning, like I really, really wanted Bant to be good again, but I just don't think th- that it's to that point yet. Like the only thing green offers you is threats and threats are so easy to answer. Yeah. Like the kind those kinds of threats. Yeah. So like what you really need to do is like be going after their plan. And that's where I just think Thoughtseize is so huge. And I just want to play Thoughtseize. Yeah. I wish that like Charles agent didn't work poorly with counter spells. If it didn't, you could, you could green would offer so much more to, to a bad deck. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, you got Sylvan Library, and you've got, well, you get, like, the ramp, right? Yeah. That's what you get. You get Noble Hierarch. So you're the fastest true name deck, but it doesn't matter if, like, they also have a true name. Yeah. And you have I no mean, way to stop it. If, if, <laughs> if we look at what we've been talking about today, right, like, the best green deck is the one where the green cards aren't really the threats as much as they are the cards that pump your threats. You know, sure, Glister yeah. Elf is a thing, but like, you know, Invigorate Berserk, you're dead is is obviously like you're basically playing a deck that like says I'm a blue combo deck, but I'm playing Force, you know. Um, so well, yeah, I, I mean, think... the, the thing, that, yeah, Green offers in fact quite a lot it, in in this way. It offers the Exalted Mana Dork, it offers all the pump spells, and it yeah. offers the threats. It also offers the land, like the land um, package is way more important. And in, in fact, you know, because I crop rotated for Bajuga Bog against Manalus Dredge. I mean, you, know, you definitely yeah, want that, right? That point. That, that's game, right? Like, they can't get any, they can't come come back from that. It was a zillion percent game, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I, I, there there are some decks that, like, you know, there's Dredge and there's Manalus Dredge. And, like, those, that, it's just like before when we were talking about uh, uh, the, the, uh, black-green uh, Depths deck versus, like, a Lands deck is, like, I know, you know, broadly how to deal with these decks, but when it comes down to, like, the actual play-by-play, like, I see a deck that's throwing crap into the graveyard and doing dredge, and I'm like, okay, well, I just have to stop them, uh, or I have to win before they can kill me. I know what they're doing, and I see it, and I'm like, oh, Phasm Tanvagori and your manless dredge, right? But Or they say you can go first, which is what happened to oh, me. Oh, well, yeah. God I mean, damn it. That, too. <laughs> Right, but so so like you know, I'd love to have the, uh, the like uh, you know a manalist dredge player come on. Uh, so if they're if you're out there, you know, like hit us up, uh, dirtlemagus at gmail dot com. Uh, you know, manalist dredge is a deck that that I think would be fun to do a deep dive on. Um, you know, we we we'd love to go deeper into infect. Um, I don't know what D and T obviously is a deck we could talk about as well. Um, I don't know what what other decks do you think think we could uh, we could talk about on the cast like have a deep dive on. Uh, I want to well we'll probably do is I know we sort of have this on the on the wire but like, I want to do another look at the Chalice decks but I want Phil to be here for it not because Phil hates Chalice which we all know he does <laughs> but because he made an interesting point in our in our uh, show text discussion about Chalice um, that I thought was was interesting, and I'd like to talk. I I know a couple of people who are are sort of Chalice deck masters. I know at least one of them has expressed a lot of interest to be on the show, so we're trying to get that lined up as well. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll try and get someone on to talk about miracles and like how that's going to be positioned over the next few. Yeah, maybe we can get Sam back. Uh, but I think see, the, see what Sam thinks. 
That's a very good point, yeah. And the thing is, too, like, we get Cyrus back on to talk about Rug, by the way. Like, so Cyrus, who was on our cast talking about Storm, he uh, 5-0'd with Rug. He's, like, on Rug now. So Sweet. Well, he's, like, trying to, they're trying to figure out the build, I guess, for Storm. In their Storm, in their storm caves. Yes. I mean, if you can't but, beat uh, him, join him, as far as the Rug plan is concerned. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm going to do now. I want to try the Fairies deck on Magic Online, and I'll take it Tuesday and see how I feel it, how it goes in paper, unless it goes, like, terribly on Magic Online. Um, just because I... I uh, but I, other than that, I mean, I think Infect is fun to play and probably pretty good right now, and it's what I've got. <laughs> so, yeah, same. Uh, I have this Black Green Aggro deck, but I, that needs a lot of work, and, I mean, it just might not have... It might have some matchups that are so dead as to be impossible. <laughs> yeah, you so. know what's funny is, like... Over the last, I don't know, two years, I've just been, like, so down on, like, experimenting or even trying anything or, you know, busting out my tropical islands aside from to play, uh, in fact. So, I don't, there's just this, like, brand new day feeling that's, that I have about, about the format where, like, I'm like, oh, I can play rug, that's great, but I also, like, I can put my, uh, you know, the rest of my cards to use again, so that's, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's. I'm sending you a list by, right now, by the way. Um, I think that's d- definitely been noticeable. Like, like I said, when, like I, I didn't need Death Right to be banned, but it's done, and I've accepted it. And I'm just glad we don't have to argue about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and mean, I feel like people, people are just are like, gonna, all right, this this has happened. Opinion that it shouldn't have been done. But yeah, I but think no one really crazy. wants. No one really cares. Everyone's so <laughs> sick of it, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, of course. Um. You know, it's everyone's so sick of it. I think people are just like happy, like, oh, what are you trying? What are you trying? Like, is you know, what do you think about this? Like, because it is, it is interesting. It's six years of cards, right? Yeah. And and like for so long, this one idea, this sort of black blue X, and then eventually, you know, Grix. I think once uh, Top got banned, it you know, it was really just like, okay, well, Grixis, right? Yeah. Um. It's just been getting, it's been, it's gotten itself, it's fair share of toys, and it had this great card. And you're going back, and you're like, I was talking about Zoo with some people. Just like, like these cards, like, here's some cards have been printed, <laughs> you know? I know I joke around about Zoo sometimes, but like, you know, I, I really think like an aggro deck couldn't be good in this format now because you're not facing as many like Fatal Push. Baleful Strix, True Name decks. Some kind of counter cad with Stifle. Well, that's what Rug is, right? Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Just, like, like, a, like, a true aggro deck. Like, a big pile of creatures. Like, you know, and lightnings. some, like, and then, like, huh? <laughs> like, ball lightnings. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> Grimflayer, right? Yeah. Grimflayer, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, Grimflayer is a card that is not really seen the light of day. It was a fatal, pu- fatally pushable card where the death you know the opponent's death right could keep you off delirium right yep and now that's not a problem and the yeah. other thing is like the other card i have in this black green deck is scavenging it was like all of a sudden that because you, you know uh, what's a good card to have in your main deck for graveyard hate oh well scavenging has been sitting here the whole time you know i think a couple but, other cards to like to keep in mind are uh bedlam reveler and cryptic uh cryptic serpent uh those cards now uh you know without death right messing with your graveyard constantly and like because there's less pyroblasts uh you know cryptic serpent might be a card to to throw out there and see if it works again cryptics yeah and pyroblast like the pyroblast level going down with the um with uh grixis going down i mean 
is 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 just really interesting. I, I don't know how many blue, white, red decks we'll see. Um, and I think Jund is in a really tough place. Like, not that it was ever played a lot, but like, what other decks do you really see Pyroblast out of? Painter took a hit already. Yep. You know, those kinds of decks are and. You know, Pyroblast was sort of everywhere. Deck the card, it beat me in Miracles, too, or out of Miracles. Like, he was playing the Red Splash, and uh, Pyroblast did my Blighted Agent, and then that was the game at, at one point, right? Yep. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, those the new builds for those decks are not cooked yet, and it's going to be a while before... I mean, I'm, I don't know. Maybe it won't be. Maybe I'm wrong. But, like, uh, before people sort of realize... This is the best Grixis deck that you can play. This is the best blue white red deck that you can play, which might just be miracles. But yeah. people are going to want to. Tr- people are trying that blue white red Delver deck from a couple of years ago, which I think is. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, th- I think that was Gerard Fabiano's deck for the longest time. Yeah, Owen Turtonwall. I think won a Grand Prix with it. Yeah, like just. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that deck is great, but you know, people are giving it. To it. Well, let's try this again. You know. Yeah. Um, and like, there's just all sorts of cards that have been printed that haven't really found a home, so. It, yeah, you mean, know, Delirium, now everything's 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 looking for a home. Right? Yeah, Delirium d- definitely deserves a second look now that uh, there's not a card that like can just keep you off Delirium no matter what. You know. Right, and I and I think like I started out this idea of like I want to play Grim Flare and was like, what other good Delirium cards are there? Like Traverse the Elvenwald, like that's a card that you could really think about. Yeah. Like if you wanted to, but it's hard to find a shell for it. <laughs> Death Shadow, um, man. Like this... play, play the modern deck. Well, that's what I think. I thought about putting Death Shadow in this deck, actually. Yeah. But uh, I didn't. But um, but anyway, yeah. Like, I, I just, there's, there's cards you can return to. I think they're, like, Grim Flare is the real deal. I mean, it's it, in terms of, like, powerful effect if you can get it down. Like, you know, like, Dark, you know, same way that Dark Confidant is. Like, yeah, Dark Confidant isn't great in context, but, like, in a vacuum, that's a great card. Yeah. Thoughts easier removal, Dark Confidant, next turn. Third turn, draw two cards, attack, you know, kill your thing, attack for two, <laughs> wasteland you. I mean, all that stuff is still, like, a thing you can do. And Grim Flare, like, a 4-4 hits hard. And it has Trample, so it goes through True Name uh, and other stuff. Um, and it has, like, it just lets you top for free. <laughs> like, is, you, know, you still got fetch lands or whatever. You can dump stuff in your graveyard, but, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, uh, there's cards that have, that that can now get a second look, which I think is really, which is great. So I think that makes everyone happy too. I think people are having fun. The discords, if you're on a bunch of discords, like you'll see those are they're really lighting up the forums and stuff. Everyone's looking for the next thing. Yeah, I, I sincerely around. hope that w- Wizards takes the data that they've got from this and realizes that like making moves uh, more proactively is probably the uh, a, a better bet than letting uh, a format languish for two years the way the way this one has. Well, that's yeah, no, like like the lesson here should be you should ban something every year. Like well, yeah, <laughs> now, yeah, I, I mean, true. we we say that now, but maybe we don't really feel that way next April and July. You know, yeah. they have banned now. They pretty much have banned something every year for the past few years. Yeah, I mean, um, we, I don't know what the time got... between to time and top. You know, uh, that might have been a little bit more than a year, but maybe, yeah. this was a, yeah. But like, you know, they could also unban stuff. You know, there's a bunch, there's a lot of stuff on the ban list. It's it's like the <laughs> it's like the car said, shake it up. Right. Let's let's leave it. Let's let's let it go on that. All right. <laughs> See, it's a good quote. <laughs> All right. Uh, have a good one, everybody. We'll be back next week. Stop! Stop! I-
Thanks so much.